into another episode of a Cali Green Monster show. I'm your host, Dean Ryan. It's Thursday, February 4th, 2021. So when I created this show, I wanted to be able to, you know, not really have any restrictions. So not just be able to talk about sports and being able to use whatever language I want to be able to use. That's why I put the explicit label on all the podcasts, because if I want to be able to use curse words like shit, piss, cock balls. See, I'm allowed to say that because I gave you an explicit warning that I could say whatever I want on this podcast. And just like with being able to say whatever I want, I feel like I should be able to talk about whatever I want. So that's why I kind of had the slogan for the podcast as take a break, let's talk sports, dot, 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 and sometimes stuff. Because there's going to be some times where I'm going to be able to want, I think about something that's pretty cool or interesting or just have a thought that I feel like I just got to get off my chest. So, and what I really want to be able to talk about at some point in this podcast, I'm going to make it the last thing I talk about is actually the show WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. I was sitting there last night and I had kind of like a thought of where I think the show's going to go and how it's going to end. And it just like blew my mind. So I want to be able to share it. But before we get there... Let's talk a little bit about sports and what's going on in the world of football. It's Thursday, the Thursday before the Super Bowl. We got update that yesterday everyone tested clean for COVID, so the the scare with the Chiefs, that's that's completely fine. Even more about the story, not just with the barber that he was cutting the hair. It was luckily that he was only two people deep, that it was just their white with Demarcus Robinson in their center because there was 21 other chiefs that were in line to get their hair cut. So the barber got the phone call and then that's what basically prevented all the other chiefs from being exposed and potentially prevented a big disaster from happening for the Super Bowl. I was talking to my brother yesterday and telling him about that and it made us wonder if, man, if all the chiefs or if there was like 20 to 30 chiefs that were close contact people and couldn't play, would the NFL have pushed the Super Bowl back a week? I think that that's something that they probably would have done because, I don't know, I don't think you have a Super Bowl when half of one team would be completely out with COVID. So at least that's not something we have to worry about. I think the only thing that really to pay attention about on Sunday is that there's supposed to be some thunderstorms, so that could affect the play. The offenses, I feel like, are pretty high-powered, and the quarterbacks are that good that I don't think that it should affect them too much. But... I do think that rain, I think, affects throwing the ball and making the ball slipperier. It affects the game more than the snow, because if anything, from Aaron Rodgers was mentioning on the Pat McAfee show a while back, that if anything, he throws the ball better in the snow, because the snow makes the ball a little bit stickier. So that'll be something to look out to. Hopefully the weather holds up, but if not, that might add another element to the game that, you know, could make it more of a wild card and not just be a foregone conclusion to the Chiefs. So in non-Super Bowl related football news, something kind of big came out yesterday and like after I had recorded, it was a bummer because, you know, I like to try to be able to record these at the beginning of the day so I can get all of the breaking news and hot topics. And one of the things that was covered in the Pat McAfee show yesterday morning that I was like, man, that would have been perfect to talk about on my podcast is Andrew Luck potentially coming out of retirement. So for those of you who don't know, Andrew Luck was the quarterback for the Colts. And two years ago, he retired at the age of 29. You know, he was an all-star quarterback. He was drafted out of Stanford. He played four years at Stanford. He's a big guy. He's a, 
you know, athlete, throw the ball, he can run. He's just he, when he was coming, getting drafted out of college, he was he was touted as the like most highly coveted recruit from college since John Elway. So, and he really had did live up to the hype. But the problem with Andrew Luck is that his time with the Colts, they didn't really have that good of an offensive line. So he was just constantly taking a pounding. Pat McAfee was the punter for the Colts at the time while Andrew Luck was the quarterback. And Pat McAfee just talks about how, you know, Andrew Luck would literally get the shit kicked out of him and always had a good spirit about it. He would get sacked and, you know, tell the dudes like, oh, dude, nice hit. Like, what a nice job. But, like, Pat McAfee was also saying there'd be times he'd be run, jogging onto the field to punt the ball. And he'd be, like, basically already at the huddle or where he needs to line up to punt the ball. And Andrew Luck is just what jogging by him to get off the field because he'd been on the ground because he'd gotten sacked, like, either hit really hard or he'd been, you know, he just took a while to get off the turf. So that's kind of what led to Andrew Luck retiring early. But some yesterday, some, I don't know if it was yesterday or Monday or just earlier in the week, there was some leaked text messages from like with Andrew Luck's wife and a friend of theirs and was basically disclosing that on Sunday, Andrew Luck went and had a meeting with Jim Irsay, who's the owner of the Colts, and was mentioning that how much Andrew Luck misses playing football. So there is, you know, we've been talking about wondering what the Colts are gonna do with quarterback. We th- I thought that he was. They were for sure going to get Matt Stafford, but Matt Stafford ended up going to the L.A. Rams. You know, with Philip Rivers retired, so they have no quarterback. And it is. It was the retirement of Andrew Luck that kind of put the Colts in this kind of like carousel of quarterbacks. You know, they had Jacoby Brissett, and then after that, that's what made them go get Philip Rivers. And now they're still kind of like left with their hands, kind of like, well, I don't know what to do. Andrew Luck coming back, being the savior for the franchise. The Colts actually have an offensive line that can protect him. So if he's worried about injury concerns, at least he knows that the Colts have set up an environment with not just weapons around him and a solid running game, but a good offensive line, which is something that he really didn't have his entire career. Andrew Luck's only 31 years old. So I think that if he does decide to come back, that'd be pretty huge news and good for the Colts and good for the league in general. And then one more bit of sporting news before, well, actually, no, we got two bits, but I want to mention, I wanted to talk about a big announcement, something that I'm pretty pumped about that was announced a couple days ago, and it was that EA is going to be bringing back college football video games. I didn't say NCAA football because the, the headline specifically says EA Sports College Football, and I think that that's a way for them to kind of distance themselves from the NCAA and also kind of show that they're not going to be using the players and likenesses. So that's something that, you know, some of the details that came out, they said that they're going to have over 100 teams, which is exciting, but they also mentioned that they're not going to be using the players or likenesses, which was the whole issue with NCAA prior because, you know, before, like, for example, when I was in high school, if you bought NCAA football and then used the USC Trojans, you would know that the number five running back on USC was Reggie Bush and that number 11 was Matt Leiner. And when you were playing Texas, you knew Vince Young was the quarterback. However, they always kind of skirted around actually saying that these were the players and having to play them was because it was just 
number five, like number 11. But everything else about the game was completely, you know, the colleges were getting money because they're using the actual uniforms and the actual unique stadiums. And so that's kind of what led to NCAA football being taken away. The last game that came out was in 13, so it was NCAA 14 that came out. And we haven't had one since. With the only football, if you want to be playing football on a platform, it's Madden. And over the recent years, Madden has just been completely lazy. If anything, the all the Maddens that came out for like the PlayStation 4 for that generation of platforms has completely underwhelmed. If you look back at old Maddens from 15 years ago, there was so many features in franchise mode, and you know you can't. In, nowadays, it's so stripped down. You can't even create a custom stadium. Recruiting college players is completely bare minimum. So that's some of the things that, you know, with this NCAA, this college football game coming back, although I'm really excited because it was one of the, my favorite games growing up, I am skeptical with EA Sports running it and with the way football or just the way video games are run nowadays. I feel like studios release games that aren't completely released. They make microtransactions a huge thing. One of the things that EA Sports does with all the sports games, and I think what's been a detriment to both Madden and FIFA, is that they focus on the ultimate team because that's their online mode where people are are spending lots of money to get packs of cards to build up their team. And of course, they're going to put money into that and time into that because that is a big money maker. But however, like especially with NCAA college football, that was such a huge franchise and that has such a huge fan base. And for the basically the entirety of the NCAA football series, it was built off the backs of Dynasty Mode and Road to Glory. So I'm really hoping that, you know, that with the college football game coming out, they really focus on the dynasty modes and making sure that it's not just a stripped down version and it's just basically Madden with an NCAA paint job. So at the end of the day, I'm really excited. I could give a shit about player likenesses because at the end of the day, when you would play the game, you're recruiting players. So after like three or four years, the players on your team and you're playing against aren't even real players. They're just generic made up guys that you've recruited from made up high schools and stuff like that. So at the end of the day, I'm pretty excited. It's going to be a pretty cool game, but we also got to be like, it's kind of like, let's see if it actually happens. You know, there's been rumors for years that it'd be coming back, but at least they have an official statement. And the fact that it's not NCAA football, it's EA Sports College football gives me great hope that it's actually going to happen. And normally I like to finish these podcasts with obligatory Red Sox talk, but since I want to be talking about something that's not sports, I'm going to throw obligatory Red Sox talk in right now. So there was news yesterday that the Red Sox signed veteran right-handed pitcher Garrett Richards, 32-year-old pitcher. He pitched for Los Angeles Angels and San Diego Padres for the past couple years. He's definitely like a back-end rotation guy, not something I'm particularly excited about, but at least adds some depth. So they signed him to a one-year contract with a team option, so the option to be able to sign him for a second year. But it seems more of like a, let's sign him for one year, hopefully he can hold up, because, I mean, he has had injury issues in 2014. He saw, he tore his patellar tendon in his knee, and then in 2018 he had Tommy John surgery. You know, there's a lot of people that come back from Tommy John surgery just fine, so we'll see if, if Garrett Richards is one of those guys. And because, you know, the Red Sox need pitching help, and it would be a nice surprise if Garrett Richards can kind of hold down the bullpen, or not the bullpen, but the starting rotation. And that's been obligatory Red Sox talk.
So it took me up until 18 episodes, because this is show number 18. So it took me 18 episodes to finally kind of really touch on a topic that's not sports related. So what I want to talk about today is the show WandaVision. It's the new show that's on Disney Plus. It's been coming out, you know, I think they've had four episodes so far. It's been coming out weekly. And it's the first bit of Marvel that we've had since Endgame. I think besides the Spider-Man movie Far From Home that came out. So the, basically the premise is uh, that Wanda Makamoff, Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch, she's basically, she's kind of li- like living herself in like this weird reality thing. You know, you don't, you didn't, the first few episodes you just were given like tiny bits of pieces. If anything with the show, you could have, you can kind of watch maybe the last two minutes of the first couple episodes and get like just as much as if you watch the entire episode because basically the way the show is the first episode it's it's kind of like a 1950s I, I love Lucy style and it has kind of just it's just you know Scarlet Witch and Vision just you know plain sitcom like goofy little like 50s sitcom and then at the end you kind of like oh okay Scarlet Witch must be doing something to be altering the reality or whatever and the show's giving glimpses of like you know introducing like new people or um you know random things like the airplane that had the red color or the guy in the bee suit so you're knowing that there's something going on in the background you're just not knowing if maybe is she imprisoned or is she doing this herself and you you know with the introduction introduction of that character uh the basically the 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 sword agent that got stuck in there and then she got kicked out the Gwenadine or I don't know I, I should have written that down just kind of <laughs> went riffing it off the top but she just you know so she gets booted out and you're kind of realizing that okay it seems like Wanda's doing this because she's you know depressed over vision you know he got his his she basically saw him die twice because if you remember from Infinity War she had to destroy Vision to basically prevent Thanos from taking the Mind Stone from him. And then so she kills Vision, the love of her life. He literally says, I love you, before she kills him. And then Thanos just uses the Time Stone to turn back time. So now Wanda has to watch Vision die twice. So obviously she's like, you know, she's been completely hung up. I mean, she's been destroyed. Even when she showed up at the at Endgame, she like you know she could tell she was still broken up over Vision, and that's basically the whole premise of the show. It seems like she's kind of in a depression and just putting herself in this kind of protective bubble, and you know we're seeing more and more that you know sword agents and you know the government people are kind of monitoring the situation. They're able to pick up some of the transmissions of the show that's going on, and they're kind of pick, being able to figure out like oh she's doing this and they're trying to communicate with her so there's bits of times where Wanda could kind of hear the agents and the government trying to talk to her but she's still kind of you know every time that happens you could tell she kind of almost like freaks out a bit and there's the show or the broadcast of the show kind of either cuts to an ending or a commercial and it makes people go like okay how do we get a hold of Wanda or how do we communicate to Wanda so that made me kind of thinking of like where's the show going Like, how is this going to, you know, like, yeah, how is this going to end? And yesterday I read an interview on, I think it was Yahoo, from the actress that plays Wanda, the the Olsen that's not Mary-Kate or Ashley. I think it's Elizabeth Olsen. 
and she was basically saying at the end of this series there's going to be kind of like a big like moment kind of like how with the end of season two with mandalorian when luke skywalker showed up sorry spoiler i should have probably said that but if you haven't seen the mandalorian season two by now it's on you but that got me thinking what would be something that would make me go like oh my fucking god that's luke skywalker because i mean i did have a total just like complete fanboy moment that when luke skywalker showed up so i'm trying to think of what the marvel equivalent of that would be so because in my mind when i first saw it and was trying to think like you know before i read this interview i was just thinking maybe the the simple answer would just be dr strange shows up and dr strange does dr strange shit and that's how he gets it out but to me that doesn't seem like a luke skywalker moment that i'd be like oh my god it's dr strange so then i was thinking what would make me do that and i was thinking would they maybe possibly bring back tony stark you know, he died and we just assume he's done. But I was like, maybe they can find a way to bring back Tony Stark and Tony Stark with some one of his weird, his crazy like inventions or something like that. He can kind of break through and talk to Wanda. But to me, I, I really couldn't figure out how they're going to introduce Tony Stark or figure out bringing him back from the dead. But then I was thinking, what if we introduce someone that we're all familiar with? but hasn't even been part of the MCU yet. And I'm, you might know where I'm going, but what I'm thinking is we still haven't seen the X-Men yet in MCU. And I feel like the X-Men are eventually gonna be introduced. We've already got the announcement that Deadpool 3 is gonna be a part of the MCU. So that's gonna be exciting. But I was thinking, what happens if Professor X shows up? They're trying to find a way to communicate to Wanda the radio communication isn't really working. It seems like when people go into the force field, she's just blasting them right back out. So that's not working. But what if we can find someone who could maybe talk to her in her mind, being able to use his telekinetic powers? So I think Professor X would be crazy. You know, if you think about it, because Wanda or Scarlet Witch, her and her brother Quicksilver, those are X-Men or characters from the X-Men comics. And they even made reference to her brother Pietro in, I think, episode three that made her kind of like, you know, that's what she kicked that one girl, the one lady out of the, out of the town. So they're totally kind of like dropping little hints of like, okay, like they made reference to her brother. So I could totally see them using this as a way or as a vehicle of introducing you know x-men and specifically professor x because people are wondering like well like during this whole time where have the x-men been like why haven't they shown up and because it's my understanding with the x-men it's like and in the comics is that they're kind of outsiders and that's the whole thing with professor xavier's school is that you know it's a way it's a safe haven for mutants to be able to you know explore their powers and be able to live in like safe and secret and that can be kind of like tying in with Wanda how she's kind of created a force field of around this town to kind of live in secret and kind of be able to you know heal herself and that could almost be a way of explaining X-Men like maybe Professor X has a similar way of being able to create a force field and that's why like no one's ever really encountered his mansion and the mutants stay secret and if anything now with the events of all the things that have happened and all the Marvel movies maybe that like kind of inspires the mutants to kind of show themselves more often and like be more open with their powers and maybe that's how we get the x-men i'm not sure how plausible that is but 
I think that it's a pretty cool idea. Let me know what you think in the comments on the Facebook page. You can, yeah, Cali Green Monster Show. But until next time, that's been a Cali Green Monster Show. I've been your host, Dean Ryan. It's been a pleasure. See you later. Peace. Thank you.